What's happening? We'll tell you right now on This Week in Cannabis News. My good friend David Wiley from The OZ joins us. Check out their website, OkanaganZ.com. And of course, uh, they are on Twitter, at OkanaganZ, and follow David, at Wiley Writer. David, how are things today? Things are going pretty good. We're shifting into the fall weather, and uh, it's been kind of fun around around my place here. I've got a, this pair of wild turkeys that keep on visiting, mm. and I don't know if they're attracted by the smell of my cannabis smoke or if uh, they just like the orchard around here, but they're, it's it's really cool watching them you know, come a little closer, wander through. Yeah, I, hopefully all kinds of people are out there just in enjoying everything that the outdoors has to offer right now because it's amazing outside indeed those turkeys do know that thanksgiving is around the corner right like that's tempting (laughs) fate a little bit is it not a little bit a little (laughs) bit yeah (laughs) why what do we have for thanksgiving wild turkey that i found out there so that would be quite interesting um all right let's dive into our uh, first story and uh this is this is kind of an interesting one i think you and i actually have talked about this in the past when uh they actually announced this but uh a thc biomed uh is is preparing and and i i believe they've shipped already their first i don't know what what would you call them um would you call them marijuana cigarettes uh they i guess the cannabis sticks is is out there what what do you think the best name is for this well thc biomed had initially called them cannabis cigarettes and i'm pretty sure that health canada nixed that pretty quick um, so they started calling them pure cannabis sticks, and that's since been shortened to cannabis sticks. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think that cannabis cigarettes is the most accurate name because these are the first pre-rolls uh, in Canada that have a filter tip. So uh, this was announced by this Kelowna-based company more than a year ago. They said that they had this uh, automated production machine in their facility that's capable of producing up to 5,000 cannabis cigarettes per minute. And they're going to be filled with uh, 0.6 grams of the different variety of THC biomed uh, cannabis strains. It's been shipped uh, only to Saskatchewan right now. And apparently other provinces are going to follow now, when this was first announced in June 2019, THC Biomed's president, CEO John Miller, had called it a better way of smoking cannabis. He said that he, his prediction was that consumers were going to gravitate towards this type of product. And uh, he said the old way of rolling joints will be something of the past. I'm not sure about that. Uh, there are other pre-rolls on the market, and they're popular in some areas, especially with people who either don't uh, have that you know, knack for rolling uh, or sometimes just want the convenience. Now, Redis from Redican have become one of the more popular products at the cannabis stores out in my neck of the woods, and people tend to talk about them a lot. There, uh, I think that there's 10 of them to a pack, if I'm not mistaken, um, and, but they do not have filters like we're talking about here, those biodegradable filters that you'd see on a, you know, pack of DeMore. And that's what we're talking about. The other types of pre-rolls have a cardboard tip uh, instead of that. So THC Biomed has also become known for THC Kiss, which is a 10 milligram THC shot. And uh, that's just been released for sale in Ontario. 
Uh, it's pretty tasty. We'll see if they have some of the same success when it comes to this product. Well, first of all, um, I, I think it's really interesting, but to say that, uh, you know, smoking joints and, and that's going to be a, a thing of the past. What'd you talk about, mister? I just don't agree with that, man. I just, I just, can't, I can't, I can't disagree with that more. I'm not saying that this isn't going to be a, uh, uh, a popular, um, product that, that people might uh, check out. I, I, I'm not disagreeing that, but listen, joints are not going away. Unfortunately, the, the question I do have with this, uh, and, and listen, you, you can filter out a lot of harmful stuff with this, but is it also going to filter out you know, terpenes? Is it going to filter out some of the cannabinoids? Um, are you going to be making sure you're getting what you want out of that cannabis or is it going to be filtered out? That's my only question. And I guess I'll have to wait and see and, and try it for myself to, to find out whenever it shows up in Alberta. That's a really great question. And it's one that I've seen a few people musing uh, over since this product has been announced and uh, also launched. So we'll see. i fully agree with you. I cannot see the traditional joints disappearing. Uh, they're fun to roll, and they come in all different types of shapes and sizes, and that's something I think we should embrace. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I have, I'm, I'm looking in my hand right now, uh, and if we had uh, the video back up, you would see this, but I've got some king palms. They have, I think, the, the corn husk. I've got some uh, herbal goods wraps, and uh, so there are some uh, uh, some out, uh, options out there other than just that cord, cardboard filter, and, and the terpenes do get through, So I w and, and, the, and the flavor and things. So this will be really interesting, but listen, if it's going to make it uh, healthier and we can still get the taste... Uh, definitely, I will. Uh, I will give it a try. Uh, so let's uh, chat now about uh, a real. Um, well, pardon the pun because this company is so, is growing so fast. We're talking about Vitalis Extraction. Um, man, uh, this is a is a company that you know. I, I think you've kind of been writing about for quite a while, and and now a lot of other people are as well. They're a really cool company. Vitalis manufactures. CO2 extraction equipment, and on a large scale. These are the types of machines that uh, you'd see in a, in a canopy growth facility. Um, you know, they can be two stories tall and uh, quite a bit wide, and they are awesome. This company also, they make their own components for these machines. So they have uh, welders and people with all kinds of diverse specializations and abilities putting these machines together pretty much from scratch. They've dumped a ton of money into the Okanagan, Okanagan economy here. And as far as growth goes, they're number three on the Global Mail's ranking of Canada's top growing companies. This is a list of 400 companies. And uh, so Vitalis is growing, it's supposed to growth of 8,090% over <laughs> three years, which is just mind boggling. Um, they've started to move beyond just cannabis extraction equipment, which is something that uh, they've been saying for uh, certainly a few months now that they were looking at doing, and it seems to be paying off for them. Uh, they're starting to pro provide extraction equipment into industries uh, like the pharmaceutical industry, into food and beverage, and essential oils. So they are one to watch. And, you know, I took a, I took a look through this, 400 company long list and uh, through my one cursory, cursory look I didn't see any other cannabis companies 
in there. I'm not saying there aren't any, but I didn't see any jump out at me. It's certainly none in the top 10. And uh, it's great to see a company like this representing on a, not just a Canadian scale, but a global scale. These machines are all over the world. Well, and the, I, I think the really exciting part about this is being number three and they're not even five years old. I mean, like this is just the very beginning of what this company could do. And as you mentioned, starting to expand. So, you know, rapid growth uh, before your fifth birthday of a company is, uh, and that type of growth that you explained is, is kind of unheard of. It's amazing. The number one company on that list was growing at over 13,000%. But I mean, that was astronomical compared to other ones. Um, there were only a few companies who were even circling anywhere near 8,000%. And I, I, it's, it's amazing to see the jobs that they've been bringing to um, the community have been fantastic. And, uh, you know, we, we're rude for companies that are doing things that are on the cutting edge of technological innovation, and these guys certainly are. Yeah, and indeed, for sure. Uh, I got to visit my first grow facility this week, uh, Atlas Growers, here just outside of Edmonton, and we plan to have Jim Hole on the program in the very new future. And um, you know, when when you actually get to see what happens, it, it's so amazing. And and you're right, we, we're rooting for some of these really cool companies to have success. And uh, you know, I certainly like the product uh, that that uh, you know Atlas and Natural History is is producing. And, you know, when you're talking about growing and harvesting, one of the biggest, uh, not just in Canada, but in the world, is in your backyard. I'm feeling like a bit of a local cheerleader here because we're talking about companies out of the Okanagan this week, but because they're doing things on such a large scale. Speakeasy Cannabis in Rock Creek down Highway 33 from where I am. They are going, they're in the middle of harvesting what they say is the largest cannabis harvest, not just in Canadian history, but in the history of the world. They've got 60 acres of plants. They're all five to seven feet tall, stinky, and individually potted, and they are harvesting them now. It's taken them about four weeks to do it. And this is a company that's started up by farmers. I know we've talked a lot in the past about some of the pitfalls and challenges in the cannabis industry where we've seen uh, massive corporations. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with big corporations growing cannabis. Uh, I also love to see the success of family businesses and smaller businesses. I mean, that's the heartbeat of the country in a lot of ways. And the Gein family in the Okanagan has been farming for five generations. And Mark Gein is the founder of this company. And his family is actually one of the founding families of a, a brand that you might know, you might be surprised to know it comes from the Okanagan, but Sunripe. If you've ever bought hmm. fruit bars in the grocery store, chances are you've seen Sunripe fruit bars. And that company uh, was founded in part by these folks now that are growing just cannabis outdoors on a massive scale. The boundary region right on the U.S. border here in B.C. is a perfect location to be growing cannabis. It's got great growing conditions. And this year, they're saying that they have a bumper crop. So it's going to be sold as flour, as pre-rolls, and uh, also used in extract products. Uh, With the cannabis plant is amazing. You can use really every part of the plant. And that's exactly what what these farmers, because that's what they are, plan to do, is they want to use the 
the stems and they want to use, uh, you know, the branches. It's all able to be ground up and uh, turned into extract. So they've got, uh, they could be expanding in the future too. I mean, we're talking about a farm here, 60 acres is what they planted, but they actually own 290 acres of prime land in Rock Creek. And uh, they also have a 10,000 square foot indoor facility. So expect to see big things from these guys. I I can't wait to to try something that comes from this outdoor grill. Yeah, you you were mentioning that um, they were putting some of this flour into pre-rolls and extract. And and in that uh, that 10,000 square foot facility, it's small batch, high quality craft cannabis. So so they're kind of getting the best of both worlds. And I think that that small batch craft cannabis is going to be a part of this industry that is really going to shoot up in the next little while and increase across the country. We're seeing micro cultivation licenses uh, all over the place. And it's awesome to see the expansion of the cannabis industry into smaller companies. Uh, exactly. Uh, and I love the name speakeasy as well. Um, okay. Th- this final story, uh, is about, um, you know, south of the border and what is going on with cannabis and, and the potential legalization. Uh, I don't even want to go near that debate, uh, because, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know really what to say, but I will say this is good news for those in the cannabis industry uh, in the south of the border uh, when it comes to COVID relief? It is. And, and you know, we, we've all heard a million things about the debate by now. The only thing that I'll point out is that there wasn't a mention of cannabis in the debate, and that, for me, was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but as far as credit is concerned, I've leaned on my credit card. I'm sure all kinds of people listening have leaned on their credit cards. And when times are tough, access to credit and to banking is key. That's no different for businesses. Uh, The Democrats' latest COVID-19 relief package in the U.S. House includes banking provisions for legal cannabis businesses. Now, now right now, almost no cannabis business in the U.S. can legally use a bank to process credit cards, to open a bank account, um, to take business deductions on federal taxes. And that means that in this massive multi-billion dollar industry, it has to rely on a cash-only basis, which is almost unbelievable. Now, this package proposed by the U.S. House leadership would actually let licensed cannabis um, companies partner with banks and other financial institutions. Normal, the group, which has really been taking a, a lead on this issue and many others in trying to make cannabis uh, become included and normalized in the U.S. Uh, says that the inclusion of the State Banking Act in this COVID-19 package is a positive development. Now, basically, the majority of states that regulate the cannabis marketplace, those businesses have been deemed essential during the pandemic. So it's key that they find the financial support that they need to ensure that this essential service uh, is able to be provided to not only recreational but we always have to think about the the medical patients across the world, in the U.S. in this case, who are requiring of their medicine. So we don't want to do things that handcuff companies in order to provide the medicine that they need. And something that I've heard again and again from, from medicinal patients' cannabis is that they get 
of reliant on a certain company who can provide exactly the, the strain mm-hmm. and exactly the type of ratios, exactly the kind of terpenes that they need in order to treat their specific condition. And then that company, due to certain reasons, in some cases, absolutely, the lack of access to credit goes under or can't can't provide a supply of that strain, and they have to go and find another one that is similar. And this can happen three, four, five, six times. So it's important that we create stability. And that's what this kind of a bill can do, is create stability in an industry where it is much needed. It is so true. And it is also, I think, one step closer to, you know, normalization and and making the cannabis industry uh, on the level playing field as as everybody else. Um, Because you're right. Uh, a lot of those times, uh, these companies go under because they can't get this necessary funding. This allows the uh, the you know this allows uh, a helping hand for those who might need it to keep going and and you know until maybe things uh, legalize normally. But I, I think that or legalize rather, and we normalize it. And I think this is a step towards mm-hmm. that uh, where you're you're basically saying, yes, we recognize you in the cannabis industry. I'm so thankful to be in Canada. Uh, I was thinking that last night during the debate, and I think it every time I come across a story about cannabis in the U.S., we are so fortunate to be here in such a progressive country. Yeah, 100%. David, thank you, as always, for joining me. Enjoy the uh, the colors of the fall as we continue, although it's been gorgeous here. Uh, so hopefully we get some uh, more beautiful temperatures and uh, the colors last for a little longer. Thanks for joining me, man. Take care, my friend.